We all mourn differently and memorialize our loved ones in different ways. An excerpt from the Florida man who calls himself Prince Midnight. In this bone-chilling episode, we search for legitimacy in his claims that he made a guitar out of his uncle's skeleton. And we're live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Phantom Jukebox. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm Ty Lindsay. And I'm Joseph Shannon. And we are two musicians that dive into the world of music, their myths, conspiracies, and bizarre history. You can find our back catalog on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Podbean, or just about, actually, we're on Pandora now. Finally made that happen. Yes, finally. Um, but if you can, on Spotify and Apple and on you know Podbean and um uh, all, any whatever your preferred listening app is, if you could uh, please rate and review us, that really helps us out on the show. Uh, tell us what your favorite episode was, or what your favorite part of an episode was, or tell us a joke. How, I like jokes. Let us know how did you like me hosting the last episode? Yes, how'd you like the Stevie Wonder episode? I thought you, it was a good episode. You could be honest. <laughs> I thought it was a good first go. It was your first go. I thought it was pretty good out the gate. Ah, oh, man. How do you feel? I, it it really is nerve wracking being on the other end of the table, <laughs> the metaphorical table. Yeah. But you can also let us know on Twitter at Phantom Jukebox underscore, Facebook at Phantom Jukebox, and Instagram at Phantom Jukebox Podcasts. Uh, and uh, speaking of uh, other podcasts, well, not well, yes. that's a terrible segue, but speaking <laughs> of podcasts, um, Want to give a shout out to Omega Star Seven? Congratulations! They beat us in the uh, the meme bracket challenge, ah. so they will be advancing on to the next round. Omega Star Seven is kind of like a comedy, uh, kind of like a comedy cowboy beep up, uh, bounty hunters in space, mm. but a little bit, little touch of Western twang. Everything and you could think of, everything you can think of. It's it's a pretty fun show. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I, I was doing my, re- I think I said last episode, I was doing my research and I was like, oh, I'm going to find a good joke about these guys. And I'm actually like, before I knew it, I was actually on like episode five. <laughs> <laughs> so I just kept going. I, I fully intend to finish. Uh, uh, I still need to get, get back on it, but uh, I'm going to finish that show. It's pretty, it's fun. Okay. So there's nice. A, there's a karaoke episode that is uh, of my particular <laughs> favorite in season one. Uh, but they're super, they're super nice. They had a great meme about us and another podcast. Uh, to, uh, if I may recommend one, is the what I heard, uh, what I had heard was podcast. Ah, yes, yes, uh, friends of the show, and uh, we might have we might have things a brewing mm. podcasts. Yes, can't give away too much yet, but things may happen. To be in the workings. <laughs> That's my uh, horrible attempt at uh, some kind of Latin. I word good. I word good. Uh, and as of this recording. We're at 895 downloads. So close to 900. So close to 900. We're, we got big plans planned for 1,000. Yes. Uh, I, that's, and all that is because of everybody listening. Really appreciate uh, everybody tuning in. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, 
Let us know if you were a fan from the start or if you're recent as well. Uh, it's always intrigued me and the people that have either started watching from the beginning and stopped immediately after <laughs> or have stuck with it and brought some friends. Yes. Tell your friends. Tell everyone. And just to uh, wrap up the announcements, we have a new song out. We're in a band called Otherworld. Yes. And we, uh, our song Curse of Man is now on Spotify. Yes. Um, I, Spotify and it actually should be on all major listening platforms. Spotify is uh, one of the main ones, though. Yes. Uh, in our at last episode where Joe was hosting, at the end of it, we have uh, the whole song and an interview by Connor kind of talking about his. Yes. Lyrics. Connor, his, our, uh, the lead singer of our band. Talking about his lyrical process. Lyrical process. Processes. Very different than mine. So when I write lyrics, very, I write lyrics first. Really? Yeah. I write a whole page and then I'll add music to it. I think I can come up with a concept first, but I don't know if I can like actually, I'm terrible at lyrics. So that would be the thing. I've had a riff that like, I've, it took me like about five years to write. It's actually one of the weight. Yeah. Um, it took me like five years to write, but I've had lyrics in my head for slightly longer than that even still. And yeah. I still haven't been able to put them on paper in a way that I like. Uh, yeah. It's, it's tricky. That's definitely the, the, that page is like the first rough draft and gets very changed by the end of it once they start adding music. But the annoying point for me though, is that I even have the melody in my head that I would like to go with the, the, the music yeah. I'm writing. Yeah. But I just can't like, I just don't have like the confidence in my, like, I guess in my lyrics themselves yet. Like that hasn't, oh yeah, it hasn't grown into a, I like writing stories. Like I have a couple stories I want to make comics out of, but uh, to put that into song form is tough for me for some reason. Mm. I, it's a it's a skill I I envy in a lot of people. Huh. Like I just kind of sit down and bang a song out. Yeah, yeah. it's I can't do that. Mine's a very slow process. <laughs> so, yes, end the, end that tangent. Well, it wasn't really a tangent. That's the end of the announcement. So now the long-awaited yes. Midnight and the Skellicaster episode. Skellicaster. I have been waiting. Actually, we have been waiting to do this episode for a couple weeks now. And one thing or another made us reschedule. But we're finally, we're finally doing it tonight. Finally doing it. Finally doing it. I'm really, I'm, I'm so stoked. Because the research on this was a blast. And, uh. I think we're going to have a fun ride and yeah. just to kick it off as I usually like to start. Um, what do you know, Joe of uh, Prince midnight? Well, besides what you said in the blurb at the beginning of this episode mm -hmm. and the uh, very vague, um, not leading on too much posts on the social medias we have, I didn't know anything about this. And I am very curious. Skellicaster is an amazing name for a guitar. Well, that's actually not the proper name for it. Really? Yeah, it has a proper full name, which uh -huh. uh, I will divulge as we go. Uh, we'll try to like, uh, I'll try to see if we can share this picture. But uh, just for visual reference, this is the cat we're talking about. <laughs> I thought that was Johnny Knoxville. That was, yeah. So, uh, yeah. As you as you go through oh, the story, man. this this moron <laughs> is, the okay. one, is the one who did the thing. You have, a, oh. have that burned in your, yep, and unfortunately burned into your 
Johnny Knoxville going to a metal concert. That's what that looks like. like fat, just in case like you were wondering. Johnny Knoxville. It's like Johnny Knoxville, like when he can't do jackass anymore. Yeah. Like afterwards. Basically, like his doctor's like, listen, you will die on jackass six. So you really need to stop. <laughs> so to begin our saga, uh, Prince Midnight, surprise, surprise, is not his God-given name. Oh. It is Yago. Annex. Oh, I, I see why you went with Prince Midnight. Yeah. Uh, it's spelled Y-A-A-G-O-A-N-A-X. Annex, I think. Huh. Uh, I just called it his backstory because he's definitely a character. Like, there's, there's, this guy is like, got like horror, like he's big into horror, like makeup and stuff like that. Yeah. And then like the first picture you see whenever you look him up, like if you, you can pull the story up on Guitar World, actually. Oh, wow. Uh, it's one of the sources I used for this. And um, he he's he's playing the guitar, which I've got the clip and we will be playing uh, his cover later. Uh, but he's wearing this like god awful blonde wig. It's okay. a really, really bad blonde wig. And uh, he's got it's almost over the top. Like you're looking at it, you're like very few metalheads that I know actually dress this way. Mm. Like he looks like almost a cartoon character version of a metalhead, which uh, things that there's things like the wig and like the this whole persona thing going on. I, I want to have a debate later on about like what you think by the time we get to the end. Okay. About okay. maybe let's say the legitimacy of a lot of this. Yeah. Because a lot of this is uh smells funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, Iago Annex, or I'm just going to call him Prince Midnight or Midnight. Yes. For the rest. Mr. Midnight. No, Mr. Midnight's way too cool of a name. <laughs> no. um, so Midnight's backstory is that uh, he got kicked out of a bar. And this, by the way, the, one of the probably the sadder things for me about this is of, of fucking course, it's a Florida man. Oh, he's a Tampa resident. Tampa. He is. You're getting closer than just Florida man. That's like. He in in an interview he talks about going to the Brass Mug. Wow, that's the last place we played. That was the most recent show we played. Was at the Brass Mug. Yep. So uh, I'm gonna assume that it was the older location though. Either way, the the I neither one of the out of the three locations it's been or ones that I know of. Um, oh, if you hear any jingling around, that is uh, Ziggy Smalls. Yes. Our co-producer. Co-producer and cult leader. Yes, uh, which I think I just got a promotion or something because... Oh, really? Yeah, getting the, the licks on the wrist the, for like the first five minutes of this episode. You're being prepared for the brand. <laughs> just an underbite. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he talks about the brass mug, but neither one of the brass mug locations... Sorry, this is super local, but... Um, neither one of the three locations are really that far apart from each other. Yeah. I mean, a couple miles. But that's no very, more. yeah, that's very close. Hits close to home for us. It hits pretty close to home. This is, it's sadly local for, uh, me and your boy, Joe. That's, that's, I don't know why you're saying sadly. This, he sounds like a real cool guy. Oh, just wait. So far. far. Um, his backstory is that he got kicked out of a bar, uh, while taking a drug called the angel's trumpet or angel's trumpet, which is apparently is a very, according to him, which is a very long, a strong psychedelic. I believe I've heard of it before, uh, which led him to, uh, going down an alleyway 
and uh, he apparently at that point hooks up with an owl demon named uh, Andros. Oh, he's a high level demon apparently with with factions. Oh, in the underworld, okay. and uh, apparently um, his album that he has on Spotify that is on Spotify that I will be playing a little oh. playing you just a little bit of out oh. there. Um, was uh, apparently a retelling of this story. It's a concept album. Oh, yeah. Okay. That looks like the was, whole album. That the the album is the a retelling of the retelling of his backstory. I suppose. Oh. Tenacious D did that in a song. Well, Tenacious D actually, like, all their joking aside, has talent. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, his album artwork, the best way I can describe it, is looks like it was drawn by somebody in prison. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it looks like prison tattoo art. Oh man, some of that actually looks pretty good. Not this guy's. No. <laughs> So uh, another important fact, and his band is called Prince Midnight as well. Mm, so, yes, you know, self. Yeah, like it's like Rob Thomas. It's Prince Midnight. Um, he has a metal band that incorporates uh vibraphones. Oh, which are basically the metal version of a xylophone. If you're not familiar. Okay. Yeah. So it's like it makes a it makes a more deep bell sound as opposed to like a clunky wood sound. Okay. Uh, I mean, you'll hear it here in a little bit. Oh, metal and metal and, and that and vibraphones, which he claims uh, there's nothing more metal than that. And nobody's done it before. And we're going to find out that's not necessarily a uh, he got there first. It's more of a lot of people were like, oh. <laughs> you know, it's just like of all the instruments to maybe like I, people make hurdy gurdies work in like folk metal. But I don't think a lot of people I actually think done right. Maybe somebody could do. I'm, I'm taking this as a challenge. Okay. I really want to try and make something out of it now. See, but I, I believe you to be talented. <laughs> so you're, you're actually, you actually would say no to some things. You go, you know what? Maybe we need to rewrite this. <laughs> Maybe this tone isn't for this. Maybe I'll put this on a slower song or, you know, you'll actually have that, that, that artist integrity to go. Nope. You know, Just nope. full commitment. I'm not backing down. Full, uh, like, <laughs> full Donnie Brasco. You're going to go in too deep. You're going to forget who you really are. I'm only going to put the xylophone hits on the triplets on the low C. <laughs> my, da- my drop tune xylophone. Yeah. Vibraphone, sorry. Boom. It'd probably be more of like a metal, uh, uh, like, movie soundtrack-esque type of thing. Oh, it, this sounds like something you would torture people with. Oh, yeah. I, Hell I'll, yeah. I'll, I'm down for it. Once we get, we're, we're almost done with like uh, okay. his, his basic okay. info that I could find. And uh, we'll get into the, uh, more into the, the Skellicaster bit itself. Yes. I, I, I can't tell you how old he is and I can't tell you where he's from. Oh. Except for that he lives in, he lives too close to home, Tampa, Florida. He lives too close to us. Yes. Um, because I, there is no social media that I could find for Iago Annex. Mm. Uh, only for Prince Midnight, and it's set up for like a band. It's not set up for an individual. Oh. So I have more on that later. Somewhat of a mystery man. See, but if he was a mystery man, he would be, well, no, no, he is interesting. Never mind. He is interesting. <laughs> 
I take that back. Um, yeah, his EP's on Spotify. His story has made it all the way to the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Oh, wow! Of the lesser late night host, so he's famous. He's not. <laughs> so he is not famous. The what sp- he did. What he did is or famous. allegedly. Uh, um, well, a lot of people are running with this that it's real for the most part. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. So it's been on the Late Show. His uh. Uh, with Stephen Colbert, he's made this story. When you type it in, it's like you could type in Yago Annex or Prince, you know, Prince Midnight, one of those two names. And the first things that come up are uh, articles by Huffington Post, Guitar World, uh, CBC Radio One, uh, one called Complex, and the AV Club, and even the Tampa Bay Times. Wow. Uh, you know, looking into this story. But uh, TBT has their doubts. Oh. Which we will get into later. Okay. Yes. So with that kind of like, that, that is legitimate, like about him, that's all the information I can find. Wow. And his accounts are at most two years old. Really? Prince Midnight's like accounts. I went through it like an old, like, uh, like Morgan Freeman in seven where he's like going to like the library and like, Flipping through like, you know, just different wow. articles and newspapers. I went through every single one of his social medias that I could think of or the main ones. And I would scroll all the way down to the last post I could get to, or unless it told me at the top. And each one is no more than two years old. So this is kind of recent. More or less. So this happened over the pandemic, basically. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, the what po- about the, did it show like any years on the, the Huffington Post and the Tampa Bay Times articles. Uh, they posted when the story, like his guitar story came out and his first Instagram post on that are like one and a third years ago. Wow. His so first, yeah, his first post is like one and a third years ago. So this is relatively recent. Wow. Okay. The story has also been featured on uh, Jared Dine's show on YouTube and I, I can't stand him, but Steve, uh, Steve Terry Berry. Oh yeah. Like, the, the, Guy wants to be Jim Carrey. Yeah, the guy wants to be Jim Carrey, but he's just yeah, just not. Yeah, Jim Carrey is not Jim Carrey. I anymore. applaud the effort, but I don't. It's just not my cup of tea. There's very few people that can pull off that really hyper comedy. Yeah, where they're just like bat, like literally bouncing, like a Roger Rabbit bouncing off walls and stuff. It's the faces for me. It's it's just it's try hard. Yeah, it's just you're it's like you're not funny, and it's just one of those people that just says like fart over and over and over and over again until it's like a, if they try to go for the absurd humor, like the endurance race, like eventually you'll crack just because you've said fart like 50 times. Yeah. And it's like, that's what you call trying hard. And it's like, maybe you should look for another career or actually watch a funny movie and take notes. Yeah. John Candy. Effortless. Effortlessly fun. Wow. Words. Effortlessly funny. Yeah. John Candy could just look at you in a certain way and crack you up. Uh, Joan Rivers. Pretty much effort. I think yeah, she got, she went more like, you know, more shock jock than I prefer. But um, Carol Burnett, these are old ones, but Carol Burnett, yeah, effortlessly funny. Effortless. I can't say that word. Effortlessly. She, effortlessly funny. Yes. But uh, yeah, uh, people like him. It's just they're just gonna like make a, a weird noise and just it's kind of like they're they're there's comedies for like kids. Yeah. Almost, but they make adult content 
Mm. It doesn't work. At least in his case, it doesn't work. Yeah. So with that out of the way, I thought I would uh, play you. Oh, boy. Just a sweet little sampling. Oh, yes. Of uh, Prince Midnight's uh, EP. Uh, The song is 52 seconds long. 52 Uh, seconds? He's got songs that are 2 minutes 54, a minute 55. 2 minutes and 54 seconds is his longest song. Okay. Um, How many songs on this? 10. 10 songs. 10 EPs and a single. How many, uh, how, how long is this full EP? Ooh, full Let's show EP. that at the bottom. Uh, it's not showing me. Hang on. Let me try that. No, it's not showing me, but off the top of my head, two, three, five, seven, maybe eight minutes. <laughs> wow. Maybe a nine. Let's say 10 minutes tops. Jeez. 10 minutes tops on this. Uh, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, Let's play uh, a song from his. It's got 3,000. By the way, some of these songs, uh, it's about half of the uh, half of the EP on Spotify has no plays. Wow. No, and this has been out for like a year. Oh. Uh, so the one that has, uh, let's go with uh, the one that's got the music video and it's one of the more recent ones called Damon Soul Caress. Oh. It's pretty abrupt, so. Bear with me. All right. This is Damon Soul Caress by Prince Midnight. You know what? Okay, actually. (laughs) (laughs) And next up on the playlist is Damon Soul Caress by the band Prince Midnight. This song came out in early 2020. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't resist. Couldn't resist. This is a perfect opportunity for that. All right. So. Okay. Okay. Fade it in. Sweet, sweet vibraphones. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a change. That was definitely a move. <laughs> that's it's like two different songs are like being layered over the top it, of each other. That's, a, that's what, exactly what it sounds like. Why? Oh my god. Tell me where the family is or we'll shut it off. <laughs> that is that's the whole song. a choice. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's it. Wow. It's just someone singing Damon Soul Caress. Like, no, no. It was someone else. That knew we can't continue this any longer. Let's, <laughs> it's, let's like, cut. Let's make the artistic choice of shortening. Shortening. This. <laughs> you you know, can't give make, it all at once. Let's just go ahead and record this bad boy and let's make it a quarter hour, 15 minutes tops. You know what? Let's be risky. Let's make it 10 minutes. What do you say, Chief? <laughs> In and out, 10 minutes. We've done before 11. <laughs> It's 1050 right now. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, it, oh man. Yeah, that there was no like, it sounded like someone who kind of could play guitar pretty, pretty well, 
Well, he doesn't play guitar oh. as his main instrument. He considers himself a percussionist vibraphonist. Really? Because yes. what I was about to say was it sounded like someone who could play guitar okay, but then decided to cover up their mistakes with not being able to play the vibraphone and just adding that over it. That was. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's terrible. I, I, I thought it. I thought, uh, like, can he open for us? <laughs> I, I, I want people to be there <laughs> when we go on stage. And that oh, is, it turned into a whole, like, uh, oh crap. I already forgot her name. Uh, we did a whole episode about her. Oh, Florence Foster. Yeah. Something. You know what? After this guy's story, I'm, uh, I would, I would, uh, I would, I would, Maybe almost be on the side of some some light echoing. Man, I really wanted that to be at least good. Well, well we're like, gonna hear the guitar at, at itself, least artistically by the way. good. You know how some things don't sound good to a normal human, but then to artists, they're like, "Oh, I can hear how artistically that might be nice." Half of Steve Vai's catalog, but they didn't even have that. Like, no, no, it was just like uh, even in like some of like the vocals, I'm like, "Oh man, it kind of sounds like some." Like uh, black metal stuff or like some. Yeah, the vocals really- were nice. I mean, honestly, if you, it just also sounded like it wasn't mixed very well. Yeah, like, no, that vibraphone was, uh, was a Steve, very Har- Steve Harris levels of upfront. Yeah. In the mix. Oh, 100%. Uh, that was very forward. Yeah, no, it was, uh, that was awful. That was uh, like the third most played song. Oh. Because that one's got a music video. It's a minute long and it's got a music video. What happens in the music video? Uh, it's, it's it's pretty much like a, it's a recreation of what he said in his story. Like it's it's just the but it's of an alleyway. Like he, so, he literally it starts off with him getting thrown out of a bar. The performance elements are him in the band. They don't look like they're really playing, so they're miming like they're playing um, badly, uh, in like a cave kind of thing. Wow, like a like an open pit kind of thing. Okay. And they have a man dressed as a gladiator, just a super jacked dude dressed as a gladiator wearing like a, a Spartan type helmet with a giant, like it's like a xylophone that's on like a, like a, on, like with a really, really long handle that you kind of hit. I really don't know how to describe it other than that. Oh, I, it's, I forget what the name of it is, but he's in the music, like playing it, not even nearly in time. Can we recreate this music video, but better? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't have 20 bucks on me. So. I'll Venmo you. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. With, I mean, with that, with your support, I think we can, we can pull this off. Oh yeah. And in the music video, he's wearing like a half of a, like a demon face. Oh, okay. He's half demon. Well, I only have a full mask, so we can't do that. I will. I don't want to risk tearing mine in half. We can't say inspired by. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be the exact thing. The artistic vision. Yes. That we were trying to portray in this film. So what basically his main gimmick is, though, is that he has a guitar that is a human torso, right? So it is. Okay, that's metal. uh, It's pretty metal. And apparently he claims that it's made out of real human bones, specifically his Uncle Philippe's bones. Okay, also metal. Um, Yeah. I didn't know that was legal to do. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Um, so basically, well, well, I have I have the guitar description later on because I think you saw a brief picture of it. But 
So basically, it's a guitar made out of uh, what he claims to be real human bones. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got a neck kind of jam. It basically doesn't have a head, and it's literally like from like your neck without the neck all the way down to your pelvis. No arms, no legs, excuse me, and no head. So it's literally just the torso part. Okay. Of like this of your uh, of the skeleton. Oh. And he's a uh, he's fashioned a guitar neck like you know where the neck would be. Ha ha. And uh, oh, he's got okay, a wire. Yeah. I have a description of how exactly he's got this thing more or less laid out, but it's just kind of, kind of put the image in your head. It's yeah. not like a full body. It's just the torso with a neck on it. Okay. So you got the blueprint so I can recreate it later. I mean, you have any uncles that you don't really care for, <laughs> but uh, according to midnight. So why would somebody do this? Why would somebody make a guitar? Uh, clout. Uh, Artistic vision, uh, just the fact of being metal. Uh, I'd, there's a few reasons. So those are a lot of the claims. Ah, those are a lot of the claims, except for clout. He uh, very much says this was not for a publicity stunt. Ah, in an interview. In an interview. <laughs> Fair point. I didn't do this to get the interview, but now that you're here, let me tell you about Prince Midnight's band. Holding up a champagne at an AA meeting. <laughs> You're clinging on the glass. Ding, 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 ding. Excuse me. Pardon me. Hello. Hello. I'm John. <laughs> Hello, John. I own the building. <laughs> so why would somebody make a guitar out of uncle? <laughs> oh, Slaps guitar. That's 100% uncle right there, baby. <laughs> um. I got a bone to pick with you. (laughs) It's it's too easy. Um, So according to midnight, his uncle Philippe died way too young in a car accident in 96 in Greece. Uh, Frank's, uh, sorry, uh, Philippe's wishes, sorry, were to uh, donate his skeleton to a local college for science. Mm. So it was a noble, you know, noble thing. Noble. Yeah. Um, and the college had it for like 20 years. Like they actually Uh-oh. used his skeleton. Uh, but eventually in Greece, they decided to no longer use human skeleton. Okay. So they outlawed that. Uh, or they got frowned upon one way or another. And so they boxed up uh, Philip's skeleton and uh, they put it in a uh, kind of like a, cemetery storage unit type thing. Like they didn't bury it because uh, he was in Greece, but his family's in like the state. Uh, no, I'm sorry. He had family in like Greece, but they had like, there's not a lot of place. It's like burial grounds are kind of scarce because apparently ah. they're in uh, the Greek Orthodox tradition. Um, They don't cremate. Oh. Like you need to be buried basically. And like plots are getting kind of hard to find. Okay. So, um, being that he can't be cremated and being that they can't really find a spot to like bury him. He's in this kind of like rental space until they know what to do with him. which, um, according to him, uh, the costs and like storing his uncle, I think for a permanent lot was like $150,000. Oh, wow. Which I don't know. You know, I don't, yeah, I don't, that seems very high. A lot of people like, um, is that in Greece or is that back here? This this is like in Greece, but what would it would it would I think it's translated what it would to cost American dollars. Here, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and a lot of people just kind of run with this. Like, I think they just kind of like the story. And I, and, and all, a lot of the research, and I'm not going to like name drop YouTube channels, but in um, some of the YouTube channels that I watch, they just kind of run with it. Okay. You know, they're just yeah. like, $150,000. Whoa, that's crazy. And I'm like, do you ever like sit back and. So what he did to fix that was instead. That's actually quite literally where this is yeah. heading. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it, it's just like, you want to, you want to. You know, think about that for a second. Like you ever like critically think like, I know this is a good story and all, but like, yeah, people can smell the Ill, like illegitimacy a mile out. Yeah. And the 100%. way, the, and the way these, a lot of these are presented, it's very much like, whoa, $150,000. Wow. That was way too high. That's a lot of money, bro. Metal. That's just dude. Really? Like it's, yeah, it's like, I, I've seen, more convincing porn actors. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, that's uh, maybe he really is a fireman. <laughs> well, you I were, wouldn't know how to react when delivering that pizza either. <laughs> Whoa, you were a cop last week. <laughs> how many jobs do you have? This guy, so talented, a, a rocket scientist, a surgeon. Whoa, whoa. Sure do have a lot of step siblings. <laughs> County jobs must really be paid. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It's just like it's like yeah, I can. It's a whole other tangent talking about. Oh yeah, talking about those channels. Um, so, <laughs> so he, so it's just sitting in Greece, and it's going to cost one hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars to like actually get that, you know. Allegedly, you know, buried and stuff. So, according to his Instagram, um, oh, sorry, old note. Um, and basically, like any rational human being, he decides, you know what? I'm going to get his bones here and we're going to make something out of him. Hell yeah. And the way that kind of came about was, is he said that, uh, you know, he had to go through a lot of paperwork. You know, he talked, he went, allegedly, Went through all the channels, you know, talked to like the state representatives. He talked to like the, some coroner in like Greece or the United States. However you do it, he allegedly like said it was a mountain of paperwork, but he got the remains from Greece to uh, the U.S. Wow. Uh, and that post is actually, and he has, like he said, they came in a big box. That's what they sent them in. And they were, um, one of the reasons he kind of got away with a lot of this um, is that it, there was no flesh involved. Uh, it was already skeletonized. Right. For the college. Medically. Yeah. So it was like the, yeah, it was the, it was as clean as it could get. Like there's no meat on it. Cause there's a lot of, when we get into the specifications of that. Yeah. Um, nothing had to be in their phrasing is defleshed. Uh, oh. So, and it was cleaned medically, so it's just bones at this point, which enter a whole other legal category. Okay. So, one of the reasons he was just kind of able to get them is because, like, the coroner in the U.S., like, when they got the box, he's like, well, I don't know what to do with these. These are just bones. He's like, oh. Dude. So, he just kind of, like, got them because he's kin. And they basically, it's, he kind of got to decide what to do through that. It's not really a loophole. It's just the the categories that this thing fit in, he's just like, well, you need to decide what to do with them. And he's like, well, I guess I'm going to keep them. 
Okay. So then he had them, and then he was uh, he was thinking about you know, his uncle, and apparently Uncle Philippe was a big metalhead and actually introduced Prince Midnight into metal. Oh. And so his thought process was, well, what a way to commemorate my uncle than turn him into a guitar wow. so that he can shred forever. But what? But you're going to disgrace your uncle like that to hide it under some, some xylophone? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's the guitar is definitely like he definitely pushes that that uh, style. No, not stylophone. The uh, the vibraphone, vibraphone. Yeah, pretty hard over the guitar, and we're gonna find out kind of. Oh, and we're gonna listen to him ripping some on the guitar. Oh, later. Oh, I can't wait. Oh yeah, I'm gonna see what tones he's getting <laughs> out of that guitar. Out of that guitar. Oh, oh, it plays. It plays, oh my. and he plays it. So, um, yeah, to honor his uncle, he turns him into guitar. And um, <laughs> so, real quick before we keep going, would you want that done? Okay. Would you want that done to you? Hell yeah! Turned into a guitar. Oh hell yeah! Really, one hundred percent. But even if it's like take all of my bones and just grind them into a powder to mix into acrylic. Or epoxy, sorry. And then it's just the, it's just a solid epoxy body guitar, that is the the shaded color of my bones. Yes, that is how I want to be remembered. But then give it to someone who can play. <laughs> maybe he didn't. Maybe he wasn't allowed to do something like that because uh, of the cremation thing. Like, what does grinding count as cremating? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe there's, some- but I mean, it, it's, there is still disassembling. Yes, yeah. So like the arms and head and legs were already detached when he got it. Okay. So like when it came in a box, he was more or less in pieces. He had to have to like assemble his uncle, basically. Like C three PO. And this is where, um, and this is where I start to call kind of bullshit on a lot uh-huh. of this. Is a lot of his quotes kind of like to me say things about him that are like this is a stunt yeah in my opinion okay my opinion um he says things like the process proved to be challenging and he, you know in a magazine and he said i did a lot of research research and no one has ever made a guitar out of skeleton before and it like like saying that like yeah. a statement like whoa isn't that weird isn't that interesting and it's like you don't say that unless you mean it yeah, and that obviously isn't a a viable thing to make a guitar out of, and b that's not a normal thing to make a guitar out of. Yeah, like when you even say like make a guitar out of acrylic, that's even a little unusual, but sonically valid, you know, a valid material. Yeah, I mean, people have done it with the clear guitars. I mean, yeah, I think it's more gimmicky than anything, but I imagine it sustains really well. Yeah, but you probably have such a glassy tone. It's Oh, it's bright as hell. I bet. Yeah. There's I like a, warmth. There's a guy, I think he's actually at a Florida that makes glass guitars. Oh, yeah. They're pretty. They're very pretty. Didn't he also do like a violin? I'm not sure. I know he makes the fretboard and everything's out of glass. Man. Everything's out of glass. Yeah. They're pretty crazy. But they're also strong, though. Like he stepped on it, like was bouncing on the on the neck. Really? Yeah. It's pretty Wow. Cool. I don't know if he'd get away with that with a bass, but it was pretty cool. It was like frosted on the one side too. Wow, that's cool. It was very pretty. 
But that's craftsmanship. Yes. This is, I, I, I don't, I, when he, uh, we're going to talk about how they put this thing together. So I don't, I don't like he presents this, like this would be like a, whoa, isn't this guy crazy? It's like, yes, no, 100% this is crazy. You're yeah. crazy. Yeah. Why are you pretending like this is normal? Or at least implying the fact that uh, this is normal or novel in some cool way. It's not. No, no. I think he was running with, it is crazy, but isn't it cool crazy? Is it publishable kind of crazy? I think if it would have been like still stick with wood, but have, you could even have real bone elements of it, but not the whole, because that just wouldn't sound good. Maybe like the inlays or something. Or even like any inlays would get away with that. Yeah. Inlays, binding, something like that. Yeah, there's definitely like ways you could have done it. I've heard of people making like shot glasses out of their uncle's ashes and stuff, but you have to be cremated and that I don't I don't know. I think I would just no. I think I would just want to be cremated Yeah. Uh, especially nothing you eat or drink out of. Yeah, you just spread me around, man. Yeah. Unless uh, no, I was gonna say maybe put me turn me into a record and then like uh, take a shot of Tito's accidentally taste Uncle Tito like you don't want that <laughs> yeah <laughs> somehow this is bitter <laughs> is it cannibalism then technically uh does cannibalism still count if they're already cremated if you're ingesting human uh, depends on your definition human ash I wouldn't consider it still human anymore. Human ash. Are you? It's like a different element. I know. Am I trying to debate this so I can do it? No. (laughs) (laughs) What are you? What are you trying to defend here, buddy? Um. So a couple. It's a couple of quotes about. You know. So he did this. You know, to commemorate his uncle. Apparently, this Mm. is the most metal thing you could think to do. And this guy's always got some spiky leather jacket on. Um. You know, fingerless gloves. Just reeks of metal and hipster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and no, he's dressed too poorly to be a hipster. Yeah. And he doesn't have curly facial hair. But like 90s hipster with the fingerless gloves. That's just grunge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Just, he's not really like sad about anything, though. He's pretty He's pretty stoked on being apparently half demon. <laughs> hooking up with his owl, <laughs> owl demon. Oh, Lord man. That, that in itself would make for a great song. Shoot you all hail Satan. <sighs> man. Oh, so a couple of quotes from him about this. Um, uh, now Uncle Philip can shred for all eternity. That's how he would have wanted it. I'm super proud of the project and how it serves to honor him, his life, and his influence on me. Wow. Another quote. Uh, so I got the box of bones from Greece and didn't know what to do with them. Do with it, uh, do with it at first. Bury them, cremate them, which he's not supposed to do. Put them in the attic. All seem like poor ways to memorialize someone who got me into heavy metal. And then apparently he claims to have uh, talked to members of like Dean Guitars and uh, some other like, you know, Florida like guitar manufacturers and you know, where he alleges to have connections to and try to get them on board. And apparently once they found out, you know, allegedly once they found out about what's going on, they're all like, I'm not touching that with a 10 foot pole. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure, uh, yeah, they just that just seems to be the right call. Yeah, because it's a, it's a weird guy asking you to do a super weird thing, and it's your job. No, no, no. There's a lot of things like 
I've heard of people doing some things where they mix ta- like they mix ashes in with like tattoo ink. Yeah. Um, stuff like that seems to. I would worry about that getting infected, but I, I guess it doesn't. But yeah, it's still a little bit more understandable. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like it's like a, it's a part of you and it's something you can choose to show people or not. But it's it's a it's yeah. for you. Unless it's a face tattoo. When you <laughs> you don't really have options at that point. Yeah. But when you make it like a guitar, it's a statement. Like it's um uh it's a it's a pretty big thing. Like you don't you don't like you know what I mean? Like anytime you pull that out, people are gonna go, What the actual shit is that? Yeah. And then once they learn it's real, you're yeah. like, Oh, oh, I don't want to like I wouldn't oh. touch it. I don't think I would touch it. I probably would. Now, this is also saying the fact that if I was in his, if I, if I was in his shoes, 100%, if I had gotten some, uh, some, some remains that were already skeletized from a relative. Yeah. And that relative taught me what heavy metal is. I might do the same thing. If it was legal, I would probably do the same thing. Yeah, but you're not going to like... But you're gonna go with like the acrylic thing, right? You're not gonna like. Yeah, I would do something acrylic. Or, he did such a piss poor yeah. job of making this thing. Well, that's the thing. I also have am still currently making my own guitar, and I've repaired some before. One hundred percent, Uncle Free. Yeah, that we know of. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, I, I. You didn't buy me that bur- that bike for my birthday when I was five. <laughs> Time to get even. It's been seven years. Why haven't you visited? <laughs> no, it's. I mean, yeah. So I've already been doing some of that. So I would have the experience. Oh yeah. He, by the way, he's not a yeah. luthier. By the way, he's not. A, yeah, that's he's what I'm not saying. Like he builder. has not embarked on even just building a guitar the normal way. Yeah, You're no. just gonna jump straight into uh, building a guitar out of human. Yeah, no, yeah, you're going to go, building a guitar is a craft, and I'm sure you can attest to that. Oh, yeah. Like, it is, it, what I like about it, it's, it's art you can play. I mean, the art that, um, I guess, like, technically, is, I guess you call it art, but I call it art. Um, but it's like a sculpture you can play at one point, depending on what you do with it. If it comes out right in the end. If it comes out right in the end. But, like, even, even sometimes certain failures are successes in their own right, because they still might look cool. Yeah, that's true. If the finish didn't come out the way like you wanted, maybe you just didn't think about it that way. And then it still looks cool, you know? Yeah. Um, or you hit it with fire and start over again. <laughs> um, depending on how bad it made you. Definitely but done like, that before. <laughs> um, but yeah, so did it, so, so I described the guitar before, like he literally, it's it, the, yeah, there's no infrastructure to the guitar. It's literally like the spine is literally the the backbone, no pun intended, of the guitar. There's like a metal plate um, that connects the neck to oh. the back of the base of the no. spine where your neck would go. How and, do you play that? And then the neck goes through, like you know, like how your your top of your ribs. Um, so like imagine your your head, right? Okay. So, uh, kind of where like your kind of like touch where your, I guess the beginnings of your shoulders are. Okay. And kind of like, uh, you know, like I try to describe basically the very, very top of your rib cage, kind of where your neck almost like hovers over it. Like there's like that. Yeah. Where your smallest ribs basically are. The neck comes through that and oh. kind of like 
the head is where almost the head, I mean, it's further down, but it's like through that slot, like where your head sits over, you know, all the neck muscles and stuff kind of fill that cavity. Yeah. Um, the neck of this guitar goes through that. So like essentially the ribs hover from the 14th fret. Up. That is terrible. It's terrible. It's a terrible design. It is like the, this would be the, how do you make a guitar out of a person? And it's the first draft. Like there's no, yeah, there's no considerations for like, well, ergonomics of it. What but, I would have done too, if I had real human bones is first I'm, going and buying a not real human bones skeleton and making one out of that first just so I can get down what I'm going to do. Oh God, a prototype. Get yeah. out of here. That's too advanced for this. Because you've only got one chance. Once you start sawing in and cutting and, and no, that's it. I mean, you my can't thoughts, do that again. My thoughts are with this or you just keep the prototype one and you bury your poor uncle's fucking bone. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just as good it doesn't smell and well i don't know if the bones smell or not anyway but um it's it's it it is wind up it winds up being what it winds up being anyway and that's just kind of a cool party piece yeah oh man yeah so i mean the only thing it says like oh this is made out of my uncle and basically he gets the like added on to like party piece, like oh, this is a shitty guitar, and it's made out of somebody I allegedly loved. <laughs> That's where the feel comes from. The the warmth is all those birthdays he made it to. And see, I wouldn't keep it as like a party piece. I'd keep it as like a warning piece <laughs> in the living room. It's like some Mad Max shit. That's somebody I used to know made a guitar out of him. <laughs> Owed me twenty dollars. You said I shouldn't be funny in my own podcast. <laughs> All that for that? I'll show him. <laughs> oh, that. He's in drop D because he was a dick. <laughs> Attune him to E flat. Standard. Hello, I'm a sophisticate, and so can you. Is the name of our podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony. And I'm another of your hosts, Sydney. And we're two queer millennials with ADHD. Who have been lying about our own cultural literacy. If you've ever been in a situation where you pretended to know more than you do about an important movie or a piece of literature. Yeah, or like a super cool band. Then this is the show for you. This is a show where we engage with the canon so that you don't have to. Topics for discussion will include such things as Is Carrie Brownstein the coolest person? Can anyone who likes the movie Chinatown be trusted? Why Tom Waits? Why? All of these questions and more will be answered on every episode of I'm a Sophisticate and So Can You. Available wherever you find your podcast. Yeah, so this is the most metal thing you could think to do. And like one of the last quotes I got on this is, uh, at first, my mother said it was sacrilegious and a work of the devil. You know how moms are. <laughs> that is so like nineties, like like nineties kid from like no. a Disney movie. You yeah. know how moms yeah. are. Exactly. It's like <laughs> a the the not funny but trying to be funny best friend off of Zoe One Hundred One. Like that's what this is reminding me of. Oh man, I'm trying to remember that show. <laughs> I remember the uh, the the guide to surviving high school or whatever it was. 
Ned's Survival Guide. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Classified Survival Guide. Yeah. Zoe 101, I don't remember that show. Uh, it was, that was Jamie Lynn Spears. Uh, just oh, basically same thing, like the, surviving the, the like college or something like of- that. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I know, I know, I know. It, was, it wasn't very long lived, though. No. Like, I think that kind of died after that, that football game. It, all of that era of just victorious and all of that. Right, right. Like, right. just the not funny, trying to be funny side character. Was it the Zach and whatever live in a hotel that, like, <laughs> that sitcom me, like, Mom's a lounge singer, but she can afford to live in a four-star oh. hotel. Oh, Zach and Cody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or one of them's like actually like a hardcore actor now, and the other one's like an architect. No, no, the other one makes mead. Really? Yeah, Dylan Sprouse. He makes mead now. That's awesome. Yeah, he owns a meadery in New York. So he stopped being an architect. I didn't know he ever was an architect. I thought one of them was one. One of them wanted to continue acting, and the other one I thought wanted to get like a. He didn't want to do it anymore. He wanted to do like a. Not normal job, but you know what I mean, like a. Uh, he might have. I don't. I don't know his that's his awesome photography, but yeah. Do does he, he have a, does he have a name? I would try that. Ah, uh, I have it saved somewhere. Yeah, I let's think get on some. my laptop. Yeah, let's let's try to get some. Um. So now we're gonna describe the guitar, and then I actually ah. have a clip of him. A couple couple of clips of him. Uh, was just shredding it. Call it that. Actually, I'm sorry. The one clip is the official video, which we listened to already. Okay. Uh, the other one is uh, him. He's, uh, he's playing a cover. Oh. So it officially, is it it's Sweet called- Dreams, the Marilyn Manson version. You know, <laughs> I think we've talked about it before. <laughs> Can we just agree that God can't make music? Oh, I I love Marilyn Manson. I hate his music. Oh, I'm a big. I'm a fan. I wouldn't say a big fan, but I am a fan. It's like, it's like, do you like that song from the eighties? Would you like to hear some weird guy mouth noises, <laughs> make mouth noises to the melody? I, okay. I, I say that I've done a cover of, of yeah, Sweet Dreams did, like, by Marilyn Manson. Yeah. But you, I, did you just sing it like punk rock style or do you do like the, oh yeah. I went all full on Marilyn Manson doing it. Yep. Mouth movements and everything. You can't actually make the noise without. <laughs> It's, it's 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 so awkward. It's, oh, like, it's dude, fantastic. You know what? You know what? I actually saw him live at uh, Rockville oh, a couple man. years ago, and you can't be fat and the Antichrist. <laughs> you know? Um, oh, that is. You can't. He, I think he's lost weight since. Um, good for him, but he's also. I think he's also kind of a piece of shit. Maybe not. Um. Uh, yeah, so he, <laughs> uh, apparently my mom saw Marilyn Manson when he was starting out. Yeah. Opening for either Nine Inch Nails or Depeche Mode or something like that. I could see Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, I could see both. I could see both. But apparently he almost got booed off stage. Like he was not received well. This was well, he doesn't very really early have, like, on. He doesn't really have like performing ability. He's not like, so Alice Cooper isn't really like a singer, singer, but he, he can hold his own. Like he he can do the rock thing, yeah, and he's a good showman. Um, like he kind of started that, or at least was a big part of that. Uh, uh, Marilyn Manson is just like mouth noises and dressing super weird. Oh yeah, like you know the boob suit and the weird eyes, and the, he just always looks like something. Not like- a fan of his music videos. Do like some of his music? Yeah, like cockroaches <laughs> and bad surgeries and. 
he looks like he crawled out of like the dark side of the fifth element every yeah every image but like so he's at rockville so he so he doesn't fit in the boob suit anymore which is pretty hilarious <laughs> so he's he's he made his own he's he grew his own <laughs> <laughs> that was That's good. Terrible. That's that was terrible. really good. I'm sorry. So fat Manson. <laughs> he goes he goes out on stage and he's dressed and you know he's got like inverted crosses everywhere. Uh and he's like, if you're gonna tell God to F off, make it personal. Like he's trying to like be all like sexy, <laughs> I think. As he proceeds to orange afterwards. Oh. No, he's too tired. So what he did was he his he had a podium like a, a preacher's podium. Oh, on stage, and he was like trying to climb on it, but he's too fat. Oh, and no. he literally gets to the top of the podium and he flips up. <laughs> and he flips up, belly pointed towards the moon. <laughs> his belly went almost further. His belly went out about as far as his nose, like. It was it was a pot belly and everything else is relatively skinny except for like he had like that kind of like paunch neck thing and then he had like the big belly and he's laying on top of like the the podium and he's like if you're gonna tell God to f off make it personal <laughs> like he's wow so, he's out of breath from climbing up on top of on top of the podium and you know like how you were you know. For me, it's happened. I'm sure it's in the dryer and stuff where like you have a shirt you really like. And suddenly uh, uh, Mike from uh, Screaming at the Silence had a great phrase for this. You uh, Winnie the Pooh eventually <laughs> where your belly kind of pops out the bottle because 100% cotton bullshit strings. Yeah. So, um, you know, he kind of had that because he had a button on shirt, a button up shirt, long sleeve. And they had a vest on. But the shirt, because of the way his like his his back was stretched. His belly was pushed out, pushed out as far as it could go. It untucked the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so he saw it in a super pale underbelly. Oh my God. It was, I was embarrassed for him. It's oh. like, dude, the antichrist is out of breath. Can someone get him a diet Coke? <laughs> oh, it's a shame to see these artists like kind of. Not Marilyn Manson. Well, I mean, there's Marilyn Manson, Axl Rose. Axel Rose has Vince come back Neal. a little bit. I mean, he's a nightmare person, but I mean, he's come back. Okay. Uh, just, he was bad there for a while, but like he, he like Axel, we are paying you way too much money. Why don't you hit the gym a couple times a week? Yeah. And he got, I think he's like performing. I mean, he was good enough to fill in for ACDC for a while. That was, that was rough. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't hear any. I just, I heard a little bit and I thought I was like, ah, I can see it as like, I don't like the story. Well, they were going to record an album and they, I, yeah. they X-Nade that. Yeah. I'd have to get in. I had to figure that out if I actually fired Brian Johnson or not. Cause I know that's a messy story. Yeah. But yeah, but uh, we yeah. could do a whole episode on, on just the, the old mu- musicians where they're na- at nowadays, you know, It'd be a sad episode. Yeah. Ooh, the, uh, I think it's warrant that did cherry pie. That is oh, particularly sad. Yeah. He's still pushing it, though. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to describe. Okay. Segue back into less yeah. sad topics. We're going to describe the Philippe Skelecaster. That's the proper name for the guitar. Oh. On the headstock, it says Philippe Skelecaster. Oh, like instead of Fender. 
Right. It's wow. It was written in mark, uh, you know, marker. Classic. <laughs> so it's the rib cage, spine, and pelvis. Like I said before, he plays it. So like when you sit with it, the rib cage is kind of like the body of the guitar, and you have to stick your hand in the rib cage to actually pick the strings. What? Like he has to hook his hand in there, like. You know how like your ribs kind of like have this like U opening? Yeah, yeah. His hand fits in there with the way the guitar sits. Oh, no. And you actually can only play as wide as his ribs are. Oh. So this guy's got this like big ham, big hammy hand with, a, with fingerless gloves on like picking. And he's only able, he's having to learn how to economy, uh, economy pick because he has no movement. Like he's playing like, he's not playing, he's not strumming. If his to wow. strum all six strings would be incredibly awkward. Not that he's really going for that kind of music though, but yeah. Um, I don't like designs that are inherently uh, encumbered. The word is yeah. Like why? Why would you? I, that's just poor design, and that's I think that's that's speaking a little too highbrow for this guy. But it's just like why if if uh, it's actually the inverted V's. Have you seen those? Yeah, V's where like the V it's- goes towards. The headstock and the arrows. Is that what it's called? That's like, what it looks like. Yeah. It just yeah, looks like, like an Gibson, arrowhead. Yeah. It's a Gibson V, but instead of the V pointing to the floor, the two points go towards the headstock. So you have this really awkward shape to play and you're, you're limited to a, how you hold it and B how you play it. I think a, it looks stupid. Yeah. And then B it's, it's impractical and like it doesn't, that can't sound better. Yeah. I'm all for sound and practicality on my, that's right. why the one I'm building, it's very like it's one you, knob, one pickup. That's where you find that, that sweet, spicy, yeah. com- that perfect, sweet, spicy combo with something where it's like, oh man, that thing looks killer. But you know, the best part is super easy, you know, higher fret access on the, on the neck. Yeah. Um, I like the uh, slightly slanted, like uh, fan frets, not the full fan, like, like the slight fan frets. Huh. I haven't played anything like that. I played it a little bit, but I want to do more. Cause I, I think it, I like the idea that it's very practical, but it also looks really cool, okay. but it's meant to like fit, like how your hand naturally goes. Oh. It's an ergonomics type thing, but it's supposed to like help your hand with like tension and stuff. But I like designs like that. It looks cool, but it's, yeah. it serves a purpose. Oh. Um, and like I did said earlier, where the guitar neck comes out of the rib cage. Yeah. Um, you're already at like the, the 14th 12th fret. fret and yeah, the 13th, basically from the 14th, 14th fret down. And it looks to be about a Fender Strat scale length, though it's yeah. not a it's not a Strat. The twenty one, look something in that ballpark. Anything beyond the fourteenth fret is useless to you. Wow, yeah, it's 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 frustrating as a person who uh, we kind of both have two different elements here. Me from a design standpoint, and you from an actual like guitar builder standpoint. Yeah, like there's just so much that's frustrating about seeing all of this. Yeah, yeah, uh, and. Uh, not to mention how it's wired, which you can only imagine. Oh. It's a single coil pickup. Okay. Which it's not. I mean, for those not. of you who aren't, who don't, wouldn't know. Um, and it's a specific thing, anyways. It's just we know it because we're in you know metalheads. But usually, metal guitars have humbuckers, which are imagine a single coil, but double that. Yeah. A single coil is like a single oval. And then a humbucker is like literally double the power or sometimes Which, way more. If you're if you're looking at a guitar and you don't know what any of the words we're talking about means, it's basically like the 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 box under the strings. The, right. As the humbucker 
the single coil is when it's just a line underneath. Yeah, it's about where you pick, and it's those like those boxes you see. Yeah, under and they're thinner or thicker, and the metal ones are the double, literally double the size. Single coil pickups for tone example are what you see in like usually jazz, country, jazz, country, yeah, twangy, lighter type stuff, and then you know you get to Metallica and well ACDC and Led Zeppelin and beyond, really. Yeah, uh, and that's all humbuckers. It's all yeah, uh, beefier bigger tones except for you get the guys sporadically in there that are trying to be different yeah which is fine i mean yeah uh leprous i think uses a lot of single coil stuff i think Mm. it sounds like they use single coils but i could be wrong yeah could just be a really clean tone um (laughs) so god this is uh, so it's a single coil pickup that looks like it came out of a uh a telecaster you know it's the telecasters have like that kind of metal section that the hump the uh uh that the coil fits in yeah uh like i guess it's not the saddles but like it the where the bridge oh, yeah. the bridge yeah yeah the bridge but it's a big metal p- a yeah. piece right it looks like it's just ripped off of a telecaster and stuck onto the pelvis oh. where this is mounted to oh and the input jack is basically on the top like part where like you know the the top of like your your hip bone is uh on the left side so the side pointing towards the ground because he's right-handed uh is the input jack wow the wires are exposed <sighs> it has Come a three-way on. selection knob but only one pickup and one tone knob <sighs> it might have it actually it might have a tone in a volume but i don't think it's hooked up to anything so basically what i've described there is he literally just took a piece off of like a telecaster let's say and put it on, and the three-way switch literally does nothing because there's only one pickup. Oh. And there's nothing. Usually a three-way selector is choosing one, two, or all three uh, pickups in a guitar if it has multiple or different, you know, the first two, the last two, the outer ones. You know, there's these weird, you know, a five-way selector on Fender Strats are very popular for that. Yeah. Um, but this only has one pickup, so there's nothing for the three-way selector to go to other than being like a kill switch, even oh. if if those are hooked up. They're hooked up to nothing. It's just there. Like, he didn't even bother to, like, I don't know. Like, he might have grabbed some kid offline to do this. Wow. So, like, you got your your uncle's bones, and you think you'd put, like, a little pride to the craftsmanship yeah that just seems rushed and this it's a like crap job yeah it's there's nothing about this that's really thought out you know it's 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 a shitty job when can we get him on the show <laughs> i really thought about i really wanted to try to like uh i'm gonna i gotta show you the picture here so you can see as we're describing it oh geez yeah it's it's look it's a piece of shit <laughs> Look down at the pelvis. You see all those exposed wires. Oh. So it is a two. Yeah, it's a it's a three way selector knob, a tone, and a volume. But I don't even know if the volume's connected to. Anything. It so looks this is, like there's two pickups. Where's the second pickup? Right underneath the the fretboard where it should be for a Telecaster. It's uh, chrome plated. Oh my god! He has a neck pickup. I didn't even yep. see that in there. Oh, it's a lipstick. This is off a Telecaster. Yeah, yeah, it's a Telecaster. So that that's a lipstick pickup then. Yep. Okay, so the selector actually does something. I didn't Maybe. Even, I don't know. 
It's so, I didn't even see it. may it not even there. be wired in. I don't know. But he, he's even got one of those, like, that's not even drilled in. Like, if you look at the picture, I will try to post this, like, right above the, uh, the silver, you know, where the, 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 uh, come on, the, the bridge pickup is. Okay. Yeah. He's got one of those, like, plumbing, uh, yeah. What do you call that? Uh, the things you, you, you it's like a, <laughs> just like a clamp connector. yeah it's like a, it's one of those clamps you tighten with like a screwdriver it's yeah like a, it's like a ribbon of you know <laughs> oh that pains me yeah no this is a shoddy job um yeah we'll try to like i, I we'll try to get pictures online of this thing it is a piece of shit if i was ever tasked to make a guitar out of bones it doesn't even have to be human bones this is probably going to be a year project of me getting everything perfect yeah, you think you would like you would you try? Yeah, like you know, I'm gonna need you know, I need to make sure that uh, you, you know, weigh your options. I like how you were even you even took that in a route. I don't think he even considered. We're just like, okay, maybe I should like instead of maybe using the bones themselves, like maybe uh, you know, we grind them up and we put them in the epoxy. We take whole bits and put them in the epoxy. Like, yeah, maybe just this section. Blah blah blah. It's like you're already out thinking this. You're a NASA. <laughs> You're on your way to the moon compared to this guy. Oh, man. So we're going to listen. I got the video queued up uh, to all this crafty handiwork. Uh, I got the video pulled up here. So when you look up this video uh, or you look up, you know, uh, uh, Prince Midnight and all of his bullshit and you read any of the articles, this is the video they link you to. There's a picture of him holding it with his horrible wig on. And it's this video that they link you oh, to. Man. By the way, he's playing on like a, a Fender um, uh, combo amp. And the, this is just for my audio nerds out there. Kenny, if you're listening. Uh, he's got the microphone that this is mic'd up to because he's playing out of the, the, the amp here. The microphone is over the Fender logo and not actually low enough to be oh. near a speaker where you pick up tone. Oh, no. Like the microphone might as well be like in another room. <laughs> like it's it's pretty bad. Maybe that was on purpose. Uh, about to find out. We're about to find out. So this is Prince Midnight playing a uh, cover. Actually, uh, he's covering Dark Throne's 1994 black metal song Transylvanian Hunger. So this is not his. This is a this is a cover. But uh, this was his debut, like, was what he posted uh, okay. when the song was okay. released. So, minute, 17 seconds, but we'll see if we can make it through this thing. You tap out when you're ready. Okay. And, and he's, he's getting that metronome. Well, up a little bit. It's on a combo amp. Yeah. He cannot play. <laughs> he claims to be a percussionist anyhow, but that sounds like shit. I'm just mainly trying to hear the tone of the guitar itself. What tone, dude? There's nothing for it to reverberate off of. Yeah. There's not... He only has enough room 
to hit the top two strings, which is more or less what he's doing. So maybe he's getting like that third string in there, but this is all like power chords and stuff. Like, I don't, so yeah, then he fist, you know, he fist bumps towards the camera and walks over to it. The wires are exposed. This actually, that's actually a really good, uh, I'll try to get that picture to you because it's, it's going to hurt your feelings. Oh, no. But, um, yeah, because the wires are just, the wires are literally hanging. Oh. They could catch on anything to ruin this masterpiece. But there, there's no tone to be had in there because there's nothing for the tone to reach off of, you know, to grab onto and actually, you know, vibrate off of. Um, there's parts of this skeleton that have been replaced from the medical people. That's like paper mache. Like the, wow. the whole top, like where like, you know, your breastbone and stuff is. Yeah. I guess something happened or maybe they just do it to like demonstrate where like the organs are. I don't know. But the it's black on the very, very top because it's replaced with paper mache is what he said. Oh. And basically in, in between the spine to make it stiff is also paper mache. Oh. So that's, I guess, what's keeping this thing together. So. It's, it's just, it's, he went to Home Depot to get the parts to put this thing together. Wow. Aside from like, you know, his, his actual like guitar store or online or whatever. Jeez. It's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, so we listened, you know, we listened to, you know, we talked about Prince Midnight. We talked about the guitar itself and why it exists and what it sounds like. Oh, and and uh, and another thing, the two not name dropping said YouTube channels, but they're also like, you know, it works. It's I was like, no, it's a piece of shit. Say it's a piece of shit. Yeah. You watch them react to it, and they're like, mm. you can see them like trying to hide an expression. Like, no, it's a piece of shit. Yeah. It sounds like shit. It doesn't play worth shit. He can't play it. Like he can only strum at, at one time, three strings at any time. Um, and I don't know if it's, if it's a preference for some people, but I actually like to see both of my hands at the same time when I'm playing, Yeah. even if I'm on like the far end of the bass neck and stuff, just kind of like knowing my hands are moving at the same time kind of helps, but you have this like visual obstruction, you know, in your way while you're trying to play. So it's going to kind of throw off your hand synchronicity a little bit. I mean, that's a minor, that's a minor argument, but it's just. There's so many things about this that are a terrible, a terrible idea that it's terribly executed. Yeah. I would even say a terrible idea. Yeah. It maybe out of human. I'm definitely going to try this with other bones just from something else, uh, whether it be the, animal or something like that. What's the, um, uh, crap. His name's Lynch. He played Mr. Scary. Uh, it's like it's not uh, Stephen Lynch. It's um, yeah, I can't remember. He was in Dokken. He was a guitarist for Dokken, and he had like guitar, yeah, tiger stripe guitars. Ah, uh, but he has this guitar that's like a skeleton, but it's carved out of the wood. Oh, like his signature is like a skeleton bones guitar, but it's all like you know carved and stuff. It looks dope. Just do that. Yeah, you know, if you want a bone guitar that bad. Look at that guy's signature guitar and just buy it. It's fucking cool. It's a, it's a sculpture, literally. Huh. They're all like handmade and stuff. Not an ad. They don't. By the way, I don't work for them. I'm just saying it looks cool. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. 
better viable option. And that way you're still using like tone woods and stuff like that. Yeah, no, it's actually, it's, I mean, it's a lot of wood. And it's nothing's heavy as hell, but it's dope. I think it lights up too, which isn't really Oh, I think the one, I know it's the one you're talking about. That was an option of a guitar that you could get in Guitar Hero 3. I bet it is because it's a really fucking cool design. It's like yeah. black and the bones are white. And like yeah. The, there's a skull at like the, the top horn. Yeah. Something. And like the, the hands are the bottom horn. It's a dope looking guitar. I imagine it's a kind of a pain in the neck to play because of like all like the grooves and stuff cut out of it. But yeah. it's, it's, it's a learnable thing. It's not a sticking your hands in the Yeah, it's more of a showpiece for me. I, I would play the shit of it. Um, <laughs> so actually there's actually one. Hopefully I get into like some kind of uh, guitar designing. I want to carve like one into like a ship. Oh, that'd like be a cool. Pirates of the Caribbean ship. But yeah. Guitar. I think that'd be pretty dope. Uh, especially Davy Jones boat. Ah, oh. that was a cool one. Um, so all that aside, um, you actually were asking me about this in the car earlier and you're wondering yeah. if I'd approach this and it's the legality of yes. doing something like this, which unfortunately I, I couldn't really, I don't really have a lot of resources to look this up, but you I did talk do, to your lawyer friend. <laughs> I, unfortunately I don't have one, you know, but I did do whatever research you know, my non-lawyer research could. Yeah. Let me go ahead and specify that one more time. I'm not a lawyer, <laughs> nor do I have the ability to practice legal law. <laughs> so when I tell you these things, don't use it in court. <laughs> Just well, say, Ty Lindsay on this podcast said one time, well, I tell you, there was a podcast that told me I was able to do such a thing. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I would like to show the court. <laughs> I declare. I would like to call to this dam. <laughs> Is that something in the wind? It's a it's a pretty good pretty good movie. Um, so not a lawyer, but according to my research, yes, which is limited on this particular legality thing because I'm not good at legal stuff. But according to my research. There is no written legis uh, legislation in, in uh, either of the states that specifically prohibits selling human bones. Okay. Bones. Uh, according to him, the technicality, what, what um, oh, by the way, uh, that doesn't go for Native American bones. Those are protected under a crazy amount of laws. Oh, yeah. And 100%. Yeah, if you find them, basically, you're almost, like, legally required to call somebody and tell them you found them. Wow. So that people can get them and do what needs to be done with them, like, properly, you know, sent back to, it, you know, where they belong. Yeah. The whole other, yeah, whole other set of rules. But um, what he said in an interview um, was that he wasn't allowed to trade the bones for any... Uh, any favors or monetary? He wasn't able to trade or sell them, but he was able to keep them, based on what his okay legal representation told him. Yeah. Uh, also, one of the big things here is that uh, you can't deflesh something, so you can't like if you have a relative that passes, 
um, you don't have the same leeway with that as you do with just bones, right? Okay. So you're like, oh, my my relative just died, and I want to make a drum set out of bones. Well, I do have this recent dead relative. Looks like I got bones. All this pesky flesh is in the way, though. You can't, uh. you can't t- strip the flesh off of a person to get to their bones. Oh. Which is a sentence I didn't think I would Good to know. Dude, if I... Should have told me earlier. <laughs> if I wasn't on the FBI's watch list before, <laughs> I literally typed, is it legal to own human bones in my search browser? A couple times to try oh, to get this brother. information. So. I, I get you there 100%. The amount of, is it legal to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so... As a favor to me, if you could actually uh, like and review the podcast for me, I'd really appreciate oh. it. So I can, so I can read, so I have something to read while I'm in prison. Because <laughs> I am certainly, if I don't get on a plane or I'm not allowed on a plane, I'll understand why. Your reviews will be pulled to the stand to get Ty out of prison. Yeah, please. <laughs> but Your Honor, so many five star reviews. <laughs> we got this one two star that says. Sh- be funny no more. God dang it. God. Uh, so, um, and I was looking for like Florida specifically, uh, the rules as again, as I found are, this is a quick, this is a Google search by the way. So this is about as far as that goes. Yes. In Florida, it is also illegal to deal in dead bodies. That is buy, sell or possess for the purpose of buying, we're selling C-section 872.01 for Florida statutes for the exact language. The only exception is for medical education or research at an institution of higher learning. Wow. So when I'm pulling from that is as long as he's not trying to sell them because he was allowed to have them, it's fine. It, it really worked out if this is all true for him. Right. It worked out perfectly. I mean, going to a college so that it could get defleshed there to use as a skeleton for the college. And then them saying, oh, we're not going to do real skeletons anymore. Right. So we're sending it back to the kin and him being the kin to get them. That is so many perfect scenarios to get that to happen. Well, he only came into the like this situation for him, as he claims. He was on another podcast talking about this. Oh. Um, I didn't want to have, I thought about trying to set up an interview for him, but I knew I was going to be ripping him too much. <laughs> so I didn't yeah. want to be like, hey, thanks for coming on. You <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I, just, I kind of decided against it. Um, <laughs> but uh, he said that this situation for him has only been in the most recent years. Like this is, this hasn't, uh, he hasn't been trying to get his uncle's bones for like 20 years or anything like that. But that's what I'm saying is like, if, if I had the remains and I was going to do what he was going to do, I would have them for probably almost five years before I finally actually made a guitar out of it to do it well. (laughs) You know what I mean? It just seems like you get it. You immediately first year, put it at, make it a guitar. Yeah, he's like, what it's am I going to do so with rushed. it? so rushed. I know. Like, cue that, like, 90s. Yeah. I know what I'm going to do with my uncle's bones. 
Oh. This summer, <laughs> little Timmy's got plans. <laughs> I'm going to be in the best rock band ever. A high school dance won't know what hit him. <laughs> Playing it on the high school dance stage. Little Timmy in them bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Prince Midnight. Prince Midnight in them bones. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, no, so it's not like he's been, like, you know, allegedly, he's not been, like, wreathing his hands, like, oh, yes, the bones will be in my possession soon. Yeah, this is more of, like, a, well, I don't want to pay $150,000, and this has maybe been, like, a three-year ordeal with the paperwork and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, I I think he would have just probably buried him. Yeah. Whatever. But anyway, so, we've covered, and I did, so a lot of what we've heard, in this story is stuff that I've heard from other shows and, you know, other articles and stuff like that. I did try to see if there's anything new going on with him. Okay. If there's been any new, new things with the story or new angles or something like that. So the TV, any new news, new news. Um, So the most recent thing I can really put together is the fact that he's making like on his like social medias, He's promoting these like weird toilets he's been making. <laughs> I, it's, yep, yep. Take it in. <laughs> take it in. Wait, he went. Uh, Prince Midnight. Prince Midnight. Uh, went from making people into guitars. Yep. Very poorly. Very poorly. To then, uh, uh making actual shitters. <laughs> Well, they're metal-themed toilets. Metal-themed. Yes. I, I think that's what Like the metal for. genre? Yes. Metal. Th- okay. So there's one that actually is in the Swiss Museum that got bought by the Swiss Museum. Really? Uh, and also made it to the Stephen Colbert show again. Wow. Uh, and it's a toilet of Lars Ulrich. It's like Lars Ulrich, like, sitting on the toilet, and, like, you sit in his lap to take a shit. It's awful. Wow. It's awful. That, it's in a Swiss museum. That's not something I knew I wanted. <laughs> the other one he's working on? Excuse me. Uh, the other one he's working on is, is a, James. <laughs> he the should whole, finish. He should whole. do the whole set, including like past members of Metallica, too. Like a you know, toilet. I, I only got one. One piece of the set of Metallica sit on lap toilets. I've only got a two and a half bath. I don't know where to put the third, fourth one. <laughs> the outhouse. <laughs> um. So, uh, oh God, so stupid. So right now he's in the process of designing an Iron Maiden Power Slave album artwork themed toilet. So it's all Egyptian and stuff. So like, this is all good and well. But my biggest question is just uh, why? That's my question. I don't there I don't I don't think there is a reason or a rhyme to it. I think he's kind of like an art artist. Uh I think he just makes stuff. It do, is the toilet at least better than the guitar was fashioned. I think it looks awful, but in and in terms of sculpting, I probably couldn't do it. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's it's certainly more functional than his guitar. Like it's it's actually a bowl you can take it in. Instead of a guitar, you have to reach into a rib cage. And as play. far as functionality is concerned, 
So that's the most recent thing he's been doing. And I know that's not related to the guitar stuff, but I was trying to see if there's been any breaks. Like, so the most going back to what I was uh, hinting at earlier was that the Tampa Bay uh, times has a, a theory that he is like a character actor, prankster kind of guy. Okay. So we will like, they have ideas that there's two people they think he is, or they think all three people are the same person. What? Right. So real quick. So as I was saying earlier with, um, uh, Prince midnight. So this isn't like definitive proof, right? So this could be, let's say he doesn't have a lot of social medias. Yeah. Right. But I Googled myself. And he, besides having a crazy story, isn't like super famous. Yeah. And when I Googled myself, I found out more than I wanted to know online. Right. Oh, man. You know, yeah. you find out way you, so much of yourselves out there. But the thing is, I could find out like, you know, how old I am, my LinkedIn, stuff like that. Yeah. You type in Yago Annex or Prince Midnight. None of that comes up. It's articles about the guitar. Yeah. For pages in like Indian and Hispanic and like all different kinds of languages. Wow. Like this is apparently a huge, huge story uh, that people are running with because, you know, it's, it was 2020 and we needed a juicy story, you know? Yeah. So leave it to this guy to come up with this. But, um, firstly, all of his socials be- usually begin with, the supreme ruler of the abyss, Mallet Percussionist. Percussionist. Wow. Mallet Percuss. Percuss. Wow. Percussionist. Yes. Half Damon debut EP streaming everywhere. Oh. Supreme ruler of the abyss, Mallet Percussionist, Half Damon debut EP streaming everywhere. Those are his titles. Like that's that's on most of his social medias. Oh, that's the that he wrote. Yes, that's, that's not like a. That's not like a, a wiki. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. No, there is no wiki. Yeah. Uh, I looked. I looked for hours trying to find out, like, this guy's age. And I couldn't find it. Um, Yago Annex has no personal socials, only under Prince Midnight, and those are set up more so for a band. You, with Twitter yeah. and Instagram, I guess they're more general, but his Facebook's set up for a band. There's no... Uh, the about is about like when the page was founded. It's not about the person. It's about the page. Mm. So it's about, it's a band page basically. Um, uh, Facebook was started September 23rd, 2020 for a band on an individual. His YouTube was started in 2020. It has seven videos. It's been around for a year. Okay. His Instagram was started uh, one and a half years ago and has 340 posts. Uh, the first Skellicaster post was again one and a third years ago. Huh. Twitter was made in 2019. He has 53 tweets. Um, so it's just it's not a lot of. He claims to have been in the scene forever. Uh, he named he likes to name drop all these like shows he's been on and stuff. Yeah, and I think he's to me like it's not like yeah I was in this great show and like you know this is summer blah blah, blah or like a. It's just not how it's it's how people in movies would talk about shows or something like that to me. Um, yeah, when I hear them talk about it, and it's and usually these characters are setting up some kind of context or they're like 
laying out something about the plot. So they need to say a date and a reference. And when he's talking about these things, he's, he's trying to like date. It feels like he's trying to put specific dates on the table. So it sounds like he proved that he was there. Yeah. To me, this all seems like a really complex con again, not definitive proof. Maybe he just doesn't have a lot of socials, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that's highly unlikely, especially for someone who's in a band, quote unquote. Yeah, especially to play shows. Yeah. Like, there's definitely, they think there's pictures of him younger playing, but it looks like him, but I can't find anything that tells me how old he is in that picture. It's just like, uh, yeah, it's me so many years ago. It's like, okay, how old are you now? I can't, I can't find that. Wow. Yeah. Really is the mystery, man. For Yago Annex. And we were talking about this with uh, the Dolly Parton episode. Yeah. Um, how rare it is, especially for someone like him. He looks like he's in his 40s. Yeah. If I were to guess. And I know plenty of like 40 year olds who are very active on social media. Yeah. Who got on board when it was like, what, 15 years ago? However many years ago. Yeah. It's about, yeah. Um, they're definitely would have you know have social media and they've got hundreds of pictures up and stuff. This guy, like I just that with like how ridiculous his story is and this character he's playing. I mean, the character is obviously bullshit, which leads me to believe that this guitar thing is also bullshit. Uh, so I don't think it's, it's real. Yeah. No, me personally, I don't think it's real. I don't know. That's a lot of, it is like I was saying before, a lot of perfect. It's a lot. So it's scenarios. a lot of setup. It's a lot of social medias and stuff to put together. But he went, he from Go started doing this, and he's been doing this for like he's been playing this game for like two years. Yeah. Um. Going back to the Tampa Bay Times thing, they think he's another uh, Florida. I think other also Tampa man named. God, these names. Odilon, o, o, Odilion Ozar. O-D-I-L-O-N O-Z-A-R-E. And he's known as the dandy hat maker. He's a, he's a persona. He's apparently this like whimsical hat maker. Oh, man. And he's in the oh, Guinness man. Book World Records for tallest hat and longest acrylic fingernails. What? Yep. <laughs> just just that, that look on your face is just like what the fuck? Who is this guy? Yeah. So tallest Who hat. Who are you? <laughs> You're not my dad. <laughs> um he he's tallest hat, longest acrylic fingernails, another crazy name. Uh and he's obsessed with like the, he wanted to be in the Guinness Book of World Records. Uh Prince Midnight is all about Ripley's Believe It or Not with his guitar. Like he was huh. at their HQ. There's pictures of him at their HQ, like with it. Yeah. Now, I don't know the vetting process that the Ripley's Believe It or Not people go through because I think they like a good story as much as anybody. Yeah. And some of their stuff's legit. I think some of their stuff's intentionally not. Yeah. Like, I mean, some of it's just like, like the Jade Boat sculpture is really cool if you've ever been. It's a cool museum, but it's just yeah. like, it's like circus attractions all pulled together. And we know how like legitimate a lot of these circus attractions were. Yeah. So 
I don't think that that I think these are these are two guys who are obsessed with both obsessed with some record, some notoriety. They're both these bizarre names. I was trying to see if I could like make a different name out of Yano Annex or whatever. And then uh Ozar, I was trying to see if I could like switch it around. Yeah. Um, see if like each word meant something. I couldn't I couldn't really I think uh, annex is some kind of like bug or something. Uh so like I couldn't really like again, I was going back to being Morgan Freeman oh, at seven, like flipping through the city man. records. And, yeah. Like I felt like I was doing that like into like midnight last night. And I was like, I need to go to bed. So um another thing too is that Ozar and Midnight both kind of look alike physically. Huh. Um they, you know, their facial structures are kind of the same. There's never a clear shot of their face, just out of their face. Like they're either making an extreme expression like you know it's really like wide open mouth like him like doing his rocker face where his face is really distorted yeah you know um usually if he's if prince midnight usually if he doesn't have that stupid blonde wig on he's got this like leather spike cap thing yeah that was that was kind of weird okay so you saw yeah yeah, the leather spike cap thing and it's like and he's always with a leather jacket always with the fingerless gloves always with like some kind of like metal t-shirt and there's no variance in yeah. any of his pictures. And that's like, okay, that's what like characters in Scooby-Doo did. Yeah. Like you're wearing the same costume. Emphasis every- on the word characters. Right. It seems like a character. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, you're not talking like a metalhead would talk like, like I don't, I don't, I've met people that enjoy like the extreme, like black metal and the extreme versions of metal. Yeah. And they're like, one of them teaches at HCC and he's a completely normal guy. Yeah. Like, he goes to shows and he left a Slayer show bleeding, but I mean, that's a Slayer show. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's a good buddy of mine, but he, you know, he's, he's a perfectly normal guy, but he listens to some pretty crazy stuff, but he talked to him. He's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah this is, and he's a jazz guy too. So he can, he can break oh, down wow. like pig squeals and stuff yeah. like that. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's, you know, this is what I like about this. And then he'll just go on with his day. And you'd never think about it. Wow. You'd never think that he was. But uh, also with, you know, so that's the wig and stuff. So Ozar obviously is wearing some kind of goofy wig and a fake mustache. Oh, a fake mustache. Fake mustache. Oh, wow. It's a wow. super goofy tall hat or top hat. He's, he's, I mean, think of dandy, but think of like top hat, coat with coattails, uh, vest. It's all some extreme color. And he's very like, he's very like, I don't know. Dainty, I guess is the way to put it. Yeah. He's very proper. Like he's from like a Fred Astaire movie. I do love the coattails. Yeah, but imagine his being like a uh, uh, shiny pink. Oh, that's a little much. It's pretty, it's, it's, it's much. Claims to be like this eccentric hat maker of some blah, blah, blah proportions. Which also just sounds like a character. Which also, it is definitely a character. It's a character from like a 60s a bad 60s movie like he's from like Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um so the TBT reached out to Azar about the guitar, you know, the the Skelecaster, and he commented that he only listens to Barbra Streisand and that the guitar was quote uh that the, the guitar looked truly dread or looked dreadful. Only Barbra Streisand. Okay, are we wow. is, is he a character from a drug bender and a Hunter Thompson book? <laughs> Only paints portraits of Barbara Streisand. Wow. Um, 
So, and also when uh, going back to uh, uh, another thing, it's just when uh, Midnight's talking about the album, he describes it as a serious project. And I think the album is, the album, which I don't think you can technically call it an album. Because I think an album is, it has to technically be a half hour, right? Uh, I don't know. I think that I think there's there's a time qualification to an album. And I think it's, oh. I think it's a half hour. To, it's like it's like twenty five minutes to like a half hour, and his album is ten minutes, eleven yeah. minutes maybe. That's, yeah, yeah. That's not a. So that's not a, it's not an album. I think it's, and and when you listen to it, like it all sounds like what we listen to. It's just too much vibraphone. like not not the best vocals but not the worst vocals yeah and guitar riffs you can write you wouldn't use as a draft for uh any any song and it's just okay and he's like i spent like a year on that got a violinist and everything wow you know you're full of shit yeah they think if that took you a year maybe spend two maybe you should maybe you should take two years to write an album. Uh, I don't want to tell anybody to not make music, but I'm also going to tell you, maybe you should think on that one a little more. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it sounded like it took a day at, I don't even, at most. Yeah, dude, I don't, I don't even, um, just, just checked it real quick. An album is considered to be six or more songs running over 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So we call it an album and it is not an album. It is an EP at best. Is there a time limit for EPs? <laughs> I, I think anything up to that is probably uh, an EP, and then anything after that is probably an album. It's just a single with more songs on it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's kind of like the more or less like the wrap up of like, oh, sorry, there's one more, one more thing. Oh, goody. Um, I missed one. Oh, they also think he could be a guy who pranked the TBT that there was a two headed alligator and that man's name is Justin Arnold. So all of these other people are also in Florida. This guy's in Florida. Awesome. Yeah. So how many, I haven't heard of bizarre characters like this, like in the, like, I mean, I'm sure there's some in California, I'm sure. Uh, And I know there's crazy people in Florida, but like characters like this, three of them, only in Tampa is the same guy. Yeah. I think it's the same guy. Uh, now just, I kind of believe it. Yeah. In 2019, so not 2019. Um, so I should have got the date. I'm sorry. Uh, it's like, it's before 2019. I think it was like 2016. Uh, Justin Arnold basically pranked the TBT that there was a two headed alligator that they actually did a story. Wow. He got them to like look into it and they found out it was bullshit. So TBT is like keeping her eye on this guy. So now that, you know, these other two personas have emerged, it's like, we think this is all the same dude who I don't know the name of. I don't know the, I don't know if Justin Arnold is the real name of all these people. I tried to look. Wow. I did try to look him up, but that's a very general name. Yeah. And because I don't have like a, if I had more time, maybe, but like, I couldn't like zero in on this guy's like face to like get enough detail to pull out of it and um yeah no this was uh i I couldn't i couldn't spend hours and hours on facebook trying to match uh the right justin arnold that might have been the wrong one wow yeah 
So a couple things like my thoughts on are if assuming this is real, been bashing this, but yeah. but assuming this is real, his uncle did donate his body to science. Though do we call this science? His uncle was pretty pretty cool with like he's like, do whatever with my body as long as you learn. Cause I'm dead. But are we learning? All we're learning is that his his nephew can't play shit for guitar. I definitely learned. I I can say that I learned. I learned that uh maybe the what is it, verbophone? Vibraphone. Vibraphone. It is not the best choice for metal. I learned that. Yeah. I learned uh, just like maybe someone, your a relative's ashes poured into acrylic for a guitar. Maybe. Maybe. That'd be a good kind of memorative maybe. token. Maybe. At the most. But uh, just free wiring pickups. <laughs> Yeah, dude. God forbid the inside get that, of a rib cage. God forbid he get that ground wrong. Oh. <laughs> he maybe maybe he can light himself up like the Hilton movie. <laughs> well, um, there's a lot of learning in this, I think. There's a lot of learning. And so here's my thoughts for assuming that this is fake. Okay. Um, the effort going into this hoax is monumental. Oh yeah. Uh, but not impossible. Uh so if this is a hoax, that is where like him kind of like trolling a lot of like news outlets and stuff. If there was a point to be like, maybe you should vet your stories a little better. Or uh, like, you know, you just kind of want a story and I gave you one of the most ridiculous ones I could think of. Yeah. That's just believable. Like this is almost the onion level. Mm. Uh like the most metal thing we could think of. And it's um this. There's yeah. actually a kind of like a similar topic that definitely happened that is actually going to be like our Halloween episode. Oh. That relates to uh, this subject matter is about as close as I'm going to get to it. Okay. But it's, it's, it's an episode I've wanted to do since the beginning of the podcast, but I needed, I needed more time to get the research down. Ah. But that is going to be our Halloween special. Nice. Yes. Um. So if this is fake, which I very much think it is, uh, the fact that he went through and made social media accounts for all the social medias, uh, the fact that he got his shit on Spotify, but which he did through CD baby, which is not an ad, but it's a self publishing situation. So anybody could do it. Okay. You just got to pay the fee. Um, he self published, which is whatever, but, um, it's not like he didn't have to go through a record to get on Spotify. You don't have to do that. You can. Yeah. You just need a third party like a CD baby type website. Um, and he's also made merch. Oh yeah. I think he does. I think he's like a quote unquote artist. So he does all like the album artwork and stuff like that. Okay. I hate the way his artwork, his artwork looks, but I think he does it himself. Okay. We need to get some merch in here. <laughs> I'm not giving him money <laughs> unless he's like, yo, this was a really good joke. I would buy it then. But until he comes out, I'm not buying anything. I mean, even if it's just for the story. The, okay, I'll buy a sticker. The effort alone and just the storytelling. Under $5. I yeah. Towards that, but no, okay. no more. Okay. In, that includes shipping. <laughs> it's be a very small sticker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not giving him too much money for this. So 
Yeah, kind of like a, I was, uh, I brought it up earlier than I, I uh, uh, originally was going to about uh, what would you like your mains to be turned into if you could have them turned into anything and you had to and you still going guitar? Oh, yeah. I mean, but in a, in a good way. Yeah, in, a, in an artistic way. In a good way. way. The, I think uh, the, 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 the late, the uh, acrylic or. Uh, and yeah. ashes, yeah, I would that. say is the best way to go. Yeah. For me, definitely. Or even picks. That'd be cool. You see, the only thing about that is if they're meant to be played, they're going to be deteriorating over time. Yeah, that's true. And eventually, you're going to wind up powder anyway because <laughs> the picks are going to break. <laughs> um, I had to get turned into anything. I like the idea of, even though I think it would be haunted as all fuck, to be turned into a record. Oh shit! Yeah, but like have like a the most obnoxious. Um, on my record, I would want a hollaback girl, uh, <laughs> through the fire and the flames. Is, One of is, his songs. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh god. Um, Steel only pans. if I get to haunt him. Holiday of pans. Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. No. My my. <laughs> It's like, oh, your uh, your loved one's ashes. What did he want? And just hand him a playlist. And he's like, the uh, Azure Blue World from Sonic Adventure. Really? You want that? <laughs> your, your your beloved one's ashes. Ocarina of Time, really? Ashes to be turned in. This is what he wants on that record. It's like, it's what he, what he fucking wants. I, didn't I say, have it in his handwriting right here. <laughs> I didn't say he wasn't obnoxious. On a Chili's napkin. <laughs> <laughs> I have it right here. He wrote it. Hey, hey, I would... Uh, I, it wouldn't be Chili's. It'd probably be Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it classy. Keep it classy. <laughs> a family establishment with reasonable price. That was it. I don't want to speak ill of Applebee's on this podcast, though I want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's been there for me. No, I'm still looking for that sponsorship, so we can't do that. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah, these, yeah, all of said restaurant is good. Whoever pays us first. Anyway, <laughs> so that is what I have for Prince Midnight for this episode. Wow. The, quite, uh, quite the journey. I'm, cool. I'm sorry that I, I really tried to see if, it was, if this was bullshit, if this was, uh, if this was true. I, wanted, I went into this trying to have an answer for everyone because I hate, not, I, I hate well, not having something definitive, but I think it's bullshit based on what I found on my own. I don't think. Anyone can blame you for not being able to find a lot on Prince Midnight. <laughs> Prince Midnight doesn't seem like one to have all of his affairs out in the interwebs. <laughs> this is best kept secret. Yeah. Seems more like a uh, uh, a personable guy to me. <laughs> you gotta You gotta get all of the feels up front. In person. Yeah, to me, I think, I mean, he talks about, like, um, he kind of joked about it earlier in the show, uh, where he was on this pod, he was, he was on another podcast getting interviewed, and he's like, you know, I, I didn't do this for, like, a gimmick, you know, I did it to, like, honor my uncle, but it's like, you're making, you're posting it on literally every social media that you have. No, not even that. For me, it's the fact of, like, if you're doing this to honor your uncle, fucking do your research. 
I would have built a scratch guitar out of like just regular wood first. Right. If you're doing it to honor your uncle, do a good job. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, there's like, this is my level of ability to do things. And then it's, these are your uncle's bones. Like, wouldn't you yeah. try? Wouldn't you? There's a point, and this is this is especially hard for me to say at times because I'm very like when I'm involved in a project, and I'm like the head of a project, and especially it's one of one of my old ideas I've had for a long time. I'm very like protective of it. I want to like I want to yeah. surround it and do absolutely every facet and be involved with every little piece of it. But there's a point where you have to accept the fact that there are people who are very good at some of the things that I am not good at. Yeah. Um, and even there's things I'm good at that there are people that are better at. Like uh, my videographer buddy, incredible eye. Honestly, like um, there's things I want to film that I want to make him the, the director of photography on. And wow. I'll just be the director. Wow. Like I'll get the camera for some angles, but I, I kind of want him to be in charge of it. Yeah. I, I trust his vision that much. That's a humbling moment. It's right very, there. very humbling. Yeah. And he's, uh, actually, his name's Caleb Osterling from Osterling Productions. I will, I will rep my boy. He's incredible. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's a really, really cool guy. Uh, incredible videographer. Mm. His, 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 uh, he doesn't like cursing, so his stuff looks amazing. Wow. Uh, yeah, Caleb Osterling from Osterling Productions. Check him out. Um, but uh, yeah, you have to, you have to. So in the case of this guitar. Maybe he isn't the one to build the guitar. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he can help, but maybe you find somebody that will be like, maybe using the rib cage itself isn't the best idea. Maybe we use pieces of it. But yeah, even still, it's like, that still comes to the point of like, I understand he may have not been able to get anyone's help on doing this because it's such a wild idea. But that's why... Well, I think he approached it specifically the way we see it. Like he wanted the rib cage like oh, that. Because I think if you went the route you're saying and you got like ashes and then you told the guy like, hey, can you put this in like the paint or can you cut like a slot in the guitar where we can put like a vial of this in there? I think people would have been on board. Yeah. But because so, <laughs> I mean, the guitar builders are like are willing to do a lot of like cool stuff to make your guitar what you want. Yeah. But they're not, I mean, any respectable person is going to go like, this looks like I'm messing with a dead body because I am. I'm not going to do it. And that's assuming uh, that we like the idea of him being turned to guitar, which I don't. When it comes to like people's remains, yeah. like honestly, personally, I just want to be, I'd, I'd just rather be scattered. I just, just cremated well, and scattered. That's whatever is the cheapest and make yeah. it a little, make it a little classy. Yeah. Maybe a nice little view of the sun. You know, it doesn't have to be that complicated. Don't make it. Don't make a whole day of it. The sun anywhere is fine. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be like. I think there's beauty in like, uh, becoming the earth. You know. Yeah. Like becoming fertilizer and stuff. I think there's beauty in being a part of the circle. Returning life. to the yes. cycle. Yeah. Um. But I, <laughs> this this is the extreme of like this would be my hell. Well, I, mean, I would like, hope that guitar is cursed as fuck. Becoming a guitar. That's cool. The way we we described, you know, as like ashes and acrylic. Yeah, that's just my personal thing. Like, I don't have anything against people that like want like 
ashes made in like you know that's yeah into but being turned into a piece of crap is completely different like, oh yeah that's no not this being, guy turned him into a piece of shit yeah that's not being turned into a no, guitar no. in a cool way that's just no there's professionals that know how yeah. to do that <laughs> he is he went Leave to home to depot yes i love you uncle gonna go to lowe's make you make do this ride <laughs> wait till you see this gonna be it's gonna be great so uh, that's what I have for the show. Anything else you want? Oh. What, what was his name again? Philip? Uh, which one? Uh, the uncle. Oh, the Philippe. dead uncle. Leap. Philippe. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in uh, as many pieces as he has left because his arms and legs. and He still doesn't know what to do with the rest of the body. His oh. head, arms, and legs are still in the box. Uh, and he can't sell them. And he can't sell them. Unless nice. he gave him to a university that might still use the arms and legs. I mean, so technically he hasn't even done that right. Because the arms and legs and head are still sitting somewhere. That's, awesome. the, I think that, that, goes, that it goes forth love. To Wow. That's my point on more bullshit. Yeah. Because the skull, which is like where your mind would be, where the brain would be. Yeah. Sitting in a box. Love you, Uncle. Most of you. <laughs> Rest in peace. All of me. <laughs> Damn, that would have been a great for the uh, for the trailer for this. We would have gotten doxxed, though. Yeah. Uh, so um, with that, uh, want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. Thank uh, you for enduring. Thank you for enduring this. It just the more I did the research on this, the more it just like frustrated me of like, a what a shoddy job on the guitar itself. But I I do appreciate the hoax if it is what I'm just calling it a hoax. It's gotta yeah. be bullshit. It's um, gotta be hopefully. the amount of work that he's put in to having it go this far and kind of like enjoying the ride, I suppose. Um. But yeah, there was a lot. It was, it was just fr- it's almost more admirable if that it's a hoax. Yes, it's I, it's the best it's, case scenario. This yeah. is bullshit. But uh, thank you everybody for listening. Really appreciate you. Thank uh, you so much enjoying this ride with us, despite how frustrating it got at some point. <laughs> um, so if you can do us a huge favor, uh, check out the show. On, oh, uh, rate and review the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. Yes. Um, also on Podbean, um, any whatever your preferred listening app is, please leave a review if you can, and uh, it helps us out. Like it helps us like climb the charts. Like we're we're closing in on a thousand. Uh, yes, I think this uh, by the time this episode airs, uh, I believe we would have hopefully. And also, you know, follow us on all of the social medias: the Twitter at Phantom Jukebox underscore. At the Facebook at Phantom Jukebox and the Instagram at Phantom Jukebox Podcast. Like, share our stuff, you know, and push it around. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Um, I also want to thank the uh, our producer, Dakota Galvin, for all the hard yes. work she's done on the social medias, uh, on those, like, did you know videos she's been posting out? I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I think the one coming up is the, uh, the, uh, the dark side of the rainbow. Um, yes she's so she's uh, gonna be having that one up soon and there's a cool like kind of like extra facts we could fit in the episode 
Yeah. Uh, and uh, if you haven't listened to the episode, it's like a teaser uh, that you can go back and listen to. Those are usually on our off weeks. Those get put out. Um, let's see what else. Oh, Otherworld has a new song, Curse of Man. You can check it yes. out. Yes. Also on any of your listening apparati. 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 Um, and also, good segue. Uh, thank you to Kenny Grooms as well. Yes. He not only did the editing for our soundtrack here at Phantom Jukebox, but he also did the editing for all of the uh, Curse of Man. Yes. Actual audio wizard, Kenny Grooms. Actual auto, audio wizard. He is amazing. And uh, yeah, if you want to hear his handiwork with, uh, like what I mean, he did great. He did a great job on our uh, our intro for the show. But yeah, you're gonna see him like work his magic on a metal song. Check out Chris. Yeah, his yeah. mixing on that is so good. I love what he did with that. I mean, how it he plays with the stereo just a little bit in that one. Yes, the panning. So, um, yeah, that's about all I got for this one. Thank you guys for joining. Yeah, thank you so Until much. Until next time. <laughs> Until next. You do that one more time. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs>